Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Oh my goodness, Thomas, somebody take the Twitter account away from Donald Trump. We have so much work to do. I didn't know that we would sign up for so much. We have to finish up the May 30th tweets, and then we're moving on to May 31st. So hang on, folks, and remember, if you want to read along, click the link below, and you'll be taken to a page. And that page is also great because it has a URL that you can pass through your Facebook and other places. Okay, May 30th at um, 6.15 p.m. There is no one better to represent the people of New York and Staten Island, a place I know very well, than Representative Dan Donovan, who is strong on borders and crime, loves our military and our vets, voted for tax cuts, and is, and is helping me make America great again. Dan has my full endorsement. The blue wave has just been flushed. And whenever Trump names a good, strong Republican that's supporting him, notice that it's going well. Uh, I haven't been keeping track. There were a couple losses early on. But right now, basically, every time he endorses somebody, that really helps them. Anytime that they're associated whatsoever with any Democrat, like Hillary Clinton or <laughs> any other people they want to run for office, or a Pelosi, uh, the Democrats grow weak and that wave just turns flat. Well, what we're doing is giving Trump the team he needs to get things done. So the sooner we can get him on board, the faster we can see things happen. He follows up with the uh, tweet saying, very importantly, uh, Representative Dan Donovan will win for the Republicans in November and his opponent will not. Remember Alabama. We can't take any chances on losing to a Nancy Pelosi-controlled Democrat. Yeah, that's just what I was saying. Uh, I haven't gone over these uh, real carefully, so uh, I didn't realize he was going to say this. So exactly what I was thinking of is what happened in Alabama is what he wants to avoid. But it's going so beautifully because when you put money in people's pocket for taxes and then the Democrats say they want to take that money out of your pocket and take it back and then charge you more taxes, when we see that he's exposed the Democrats for the DACA nonsense, for the border insanity, for MS-13 and said all this stuff. So it's going very, very, very well for the Republicans. And I just think right now that because of the uh, Federal Elections Commission uh, investigation into the Democratic National Committee, that by the time the election rolls around, they may be hurting much, much more than they are now. Okay, well, it's very important that we continue to build solid troops up there in Washington so we can uh, get this place cleaned out. The next one is uh, an announcement, the soon-to-be-released book, quote, The Russian Hoax, The Illicit Scheme to Clear Hillary Clinton and Frame Donald Trump, close quote. Written by Greg Jarrett, looks like a real big, a real deal big hit. The phony witch hunt will be opened up for the world to see, out in five weeks. He likes to do that, you see. When he names a book that's uh, like uh, Peter Spicer's new book, um, Secret Empires, which takes down... Uh, Mitch McConnell, who, of course, has been a, an obstructionist, who takes down um, Biden and Biden's son, Hunter Biden, in that book by Peter Schweitzer. It takes down uh, Christopher Hines, uh, who, of course, is John Kerry's uh, stepson. So these books, when they come out, just like uh, Dinesh D'Souza's movie, uh, basically ripping the Democratic Party to pieces, when these books come out, he likes to endorse them because what does it say? It says exoneration 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 
Well, the other thing too is that we have a lot of different people that are at different stages of their awakefulness of what's going on. So although listeners of our audience and readers of Aim for Truth would look at this and go, oh my gosh, that's just old news. And it really is. If you look at the title, this is really old news. But for some people, they're not even there yet. I was just with a businessman uh, earlier for a meeting and, and I asked him, and someone I respected, you know, where do you go to get your news? And he couldn't name any place. So I just said, hey, look, you know, you need to follow the Trump tweets. In our age of falsehood politics, when their truth is so uh, slim to find, people don't have the time to try to pick through what is being presented to them in their media to see what is the truth. So they simply ignore it. They are on overwhelm. They have no idea what is going on. The only thing they know is what someone tells them at work in their moments when they, you know, chatting with their friends at work. That's it. People don't pay attention to news. Now, what I want to point out is the book, The Russian Hoax, I sure hope they've been listening to us and looking at our reports, intelligence reports, so that they'll get the full picture because the picture is so profound that it's not one spy. We're talking dozens of spies. So I sure hope that this guy with The Russian Hoax nails who it was that actually was doing well, the crimes. Well, no, because these reporters, these people, they don't, and especially the publishers, they're not going to let these authors tell the real truth, which we're uncovering, which is that it goes all the way to Britain. It goes to, you know, to the Privy Council, to the Queen. The great thing about this book is it uses the word frame because he was framed. Okay, they want to say, oh, it was an informant, not a spy, therefore it was legal. Clapper says it was legal. It wasn't legal. The framing that went on starting in March at, that we know of by documentation of Trump, March 2016, that was, those were frame-ups. Those were, in fact, crimes against a U.S. citizen as well as the election, which is a crime against we the people and the Constitution, as well as a president-elect and then a president. This goes on. This is a frame-up job, and it's more than a Russian hoax. It's more than a spygate. It is spygate to the, to the 10th power. Yes. Now, the cute little uh, thumbnail that I selected today was uh, President Trump looking adoringly at a young Jordan McLean. It was a beautiful picture, and I urge you to go inside and check out the little video of this young man as he meets Donald Trump. Um, and the tweet reads, President Trump kisses Jordan McLean. Oh, it comes from the Scavino 45, excuse me. President Trump kisses Jordan McLean, who suffers from Duchenne muscular dystrophy after signing the hashtag right to try act. That was the sweetest thing. It showed that we have a president who actually loves children instead of like Joe Biden in front of the press, what he does to little girls or what we've seen Obama do to his own relatives, the little girls that he's, please don't get me started. Or oh, have you seen Hillary Clinton actually have a moment of compassion with a child? Have you ever seen Bill Clinton? Have you ever seen any president in fact, ever have a moment of compassion like you saw there. And that's what Trump has for everyone. Not only that terminally ill child, but that veteran who's lost both legs or whoever it is. That pat, that compassion, that love is there. And if you can't see it, then, then people well, are blind. Because he loves all Americans. So, exactly. And just as, as uh, we do too. Uh, now let's get into some juicy stuff, right? Because we're all geared up for this. 
The next tweet reads, quote, The recusal of Jeff Sessions was an unforced betrayal of the President of the United States, close quote, Joe DiGenova, former U.S. attorney. Joe, I love Joe, Joe DiGenova. He's, he, he is, he's the first one to use the word frame that I saw anywhere. And he just calls it for what it is. And so what does he say? He says this. I love this. This is legal terms. Unforced betrayal. In other words, it it was a forced betrayal of the president. In other words, he says Jeff Sessions betrayed the president when he took the job. Well, he betrayed Americans. All Americans. He betrayed Americans. And he basically made sure that the team that was against Trump knew that he was with them. And he slow walked everything. And we pointed out yesterday... Every action that he has taken has hurt Americans. I don't know anything he's done that's good. And he hasn't done one single, what not one single thing that I would agree with. And all the things that he didn't do, his sins of, of omission, are astounding. That's the reason, you know, some people called him Mr. Magoo. He can't, he, he's either blind or he's looking the other way on purpose. He has blinders on. And he is, in fact, a betrayer of the president. Now, since the president, and notice this, if you... Realize that DiGenova is the first one who said the president was framed. Basically, what he's saying right here is Jeff Sessions helped frame him. Well, some people are uh, sending me emails that suggest, and this is their opinion, that Jeff Sessions is a type of spy that was inside the campaign and is there now to take Trump down. I, I, we didn't know this. He came out because of the borders thing, and then Trump... Uh, remember, Trump has championed anyone who came along because so few people would support him in the early game. And so in the early game, a lot of those people are gone. He championed them because those are the only people he had. He's championed deep state uh, power brokers so that they could teach him the game. He's championed all kinds of people. And soon he'll be championing China's enemy, which is North Korea. You see, people don't get that when you're a businessman, you figure all this stuff out. You know who's on whose side, who's lying, who's got the power, who's got the chips, how it all's going to... And then what do you do? You play a game. It's a game. The art of the deal is a game. Politics is a game. And that's the reason he's so beautiful at it. Is that all you have to say about Jeff today? Uh, No, you know I would go off on Jeff if you gave me a chance. Uh, What You see... The prison reform that... Uh, well, we're going to go into the prison reform. Well, that's against Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions okay. doesn't want prison reform. If they release people, he loses money uh, off of his Vanguard investments. That's like that's like McCain appointing his wife as his replacement so she can continue to get the Raytheon money. I mean, please, really? So that she can simply be there to do the vote? The same vote that he would do, not because she knows what she's talking about or in any way is qualified or is elected. No. So, sorry. Well, you uh, know, he had Kim Kardashian in his office yesterday. And uh, I don't have that tweet with you here. I see I, that I forgot to put it on your page and I'll place it on there because it was important because uh, Kim has a Twitter following of 60 million people. And those 60 million people are certainly going to see her picture with the president there behind his desk. And again, uh, we're not asking that everyone on the Kim Kardashian team get us up to speed as people who are listening to this. But, you know, as long as they can be positive and see the president in a positive way, then that's a vote for us at the polls that we'll need at the midterms. There's little Kim 
who he's got under his thumb, and there's Big Kim. And Big Kim is married to the guy. Excuse me, I'm going to take total offense to you calling her Big. Big because of her social media. She's one of the largest people in the world. We're just making sure that we're qualifying More people listen to her than almost... By the way, the numbers for the Obama social media, those are lies. I just want to point that out. Reduce okay. those. We don't care by about 10. Obama. No, he just, will be in. He'll be in jail soon. I want to put that in perspective. Just because you have a large social media following doesn't mean you're a good person. Kim Kardashian, of course, is is isn't she married to Kanye West? Yes. Well, hello, Kanye West just got what a twelve percent rise in a black voters for Trump. Turning Republican because of Kanye and supporting now him. They'll have a rise in, in Kim Kardashian women. supporters. Yes. Uh, out of the 60, you know, a lot of those are women. And they follow her because she's uh, some kind of icon to them. I don't really understand her. But I know what she was there for. And people who, are, who, who criticized her in the mainstream media should all be fired, just like Roseanne Barr was fired for her nasty remarks. Why don't they get fired for making the nasty remarks against Trump? They made nasty remarks against Kim Kardashian. Why was she there? No one even reported in mainstream media why she was there. She was there to support a lady in her 80s who's been locked up for a fake drug charge for many years, and she's going to die in prison, and that's why Kim went there. Is that being reported? And prison reform? I think we should listen to everybody's opinion on prison reform because it's horrible. It's horrible. After they passed the new prison reform uh, legislation, they will release a lot of people who are in there for totally bogus, stupid stuff. Like if marijuana is legal in a state, why is someone still in jail for years for having a joint? That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we have to look at these things again and look at the entire thing and to let some people out who are murderers because they are illegal aliens and to keep some people jailed up like this woman because there was a joint found in her house, is absurd. Well, it benefits the Vanguard Fund. Exactly. And Vanguard has all these private prisons. They make money the more prisoners that are in there. And guess who is who, who, who has his money in Vanguard? Well, not just Jeff Sessions, but if you look, a lot of the corruptocrats have their funds in Vanguard. We've outed Vanguard as being a, a corrupt place where these people are paid off in. Um, do you have anything more before we move on to Rush Limbaugh? Nope. Okay, we're moving along. Now, by the way, you should record that when I say I don't have anything left to say. That's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, I know, I know that's not true. I just want to give uh, Kim a shout-out. Uh, you're a brave woman to do what you did, and we support you and we salute you. You are a true American patriot. Thomas, read the next tweet for us. Rush Limbaugh said, in quotes, If the FBI was so concerned... And if they weren't targeting Trump, they should have told Trump. If they were really concerned about the Russians infiltrating a campaign, and in the parentheses, hoax, then why not try to stop it? Why not tell Trump? Because they were pushing this scam. Now, he finally got to the point. He usually asks these questions and never gets to the conclusion where he points the finger. When you have Rush Limbaugh, how many people do you think follow Rush Limbaugh? Oh, a lot. Oh, tens of millions, right? I don't know. No? You know, Rush is kind of, he's kind of behind in his narrative. I don't know what well, his following is. I think there's is. got a lot of followers. So my point is, okay. once again, Trump used the social media, and he actually took radio and turned it into the social media in this 
wonderful tweet and shows that Rush Limbaugh, who, as you keep pointing out twice already, is a little bit dragging his feet and a little bit slow on things. He comes up and he says, it was a scam. It was an infiltration. It was a hoax. And it was targeting the president. That's one, two, three, four times he just said the FBI committed crimes. Yes. I'm just saying it took Rush long enough to get to that point, but it's good. It's a good quote. Uh, Trump can't say that for himself, so he has somebody else speak it. Rush has a great audience. Those folks will listen, pay attention. And and he says, why not tell Trump? They were obliged to tell Trump. I'm going to repeat this because I've not seen this in print or heard anyone say this before. And I say it, I've been saying it since the day it happened. When he was told about a continuing five-year-long investigation of the department, uh, 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 Clapper was investigating him, Comey was investigating Manafort, even the CIA was looking at him. The De- Treasury Department was looking at him. There were f- there were four or five special investigations going on from against Manafort for years, and that's not what he's being indicted for. None of that. None of that. They could find nothing there, right? But they didn't come and tell Trump because the only stuff they ever had on him, which we now see, is all made up. So they didn't come and tell Trump they had this because. They were trying, as Democrats, to depose the most powerful Republican lobbyist, opposition group, uh, propaganda group, Manafort, Stone, Kelly, and Black, which is kind of the opposite of Podesta Brothers. They were trying to take them down for years because, again, Manafort had gone over to Ukraine and stood against Victoria Nuland. Did I get her name right? Victoria Mm -hmm. Nuland, Mm -hmm. who said that she spent... Oh, I forget. I'm not going to misquote the number. A huge amount of money, billions, in Ukraine to depose uh, Viktor Yanukovych, who Manafort was supporting, got into the presidency once. Victoria Nuland and the Orange Revolution of George Soros with the CIA and all the fake democratic groups and all went in and brought back the Nazis, the, the party of regions. And so... I just want to point one thing out as a sideline here. John Brennan said he got a call from someone in Ukraine, and that's what started the entire crossfire hurricane. That's all lies. But so what? You get a call from a bunch of Nazis. Remember, the party of regions is the same Nazis, the same fascists, same flags, same slogans as supported Hitler. They are Nazis. They're proud of being Nazis. You got Joe Biden on stage with the three oligarchs that Manafort was accused of, of, of doing dirty business with with his offshore accounts. Joe Biden is giving the Heil Hitler along with them. Go ahead, look it up. Joe Biden saluting, giving the Nazi salute to the party of regions when he was there. And then his son was placed on their largest uh, liquid gas board in a paid position, Hunter Biden, that's in the book, Secret Empires, go read it, Peter Schweitzer. Schweitzer. And what are you going to find out? That then they went to China after that, and Hunter Biden and Christopher Hines then got a huge deal in China, a $1.5 billion deal. So this is what goes on. But Ukraine is where the bad information came out of. They tried to frame Manafort, okay? So that's really what was going on. They couldn't tell Trump because there was no evidence. They couldn't tell Trump that they were investigating Michael Flynn because of his association with President Erdogan of Turkey and because he had opposed what was happening in the Obama administration when he was the director of, uh, he was the DIA, uh, the director of intelligence for the uh, Department of 
a defense. So he was investigated then, and then he was investigated again for taking money from Russia Today when he went there to be a speaker. So did Jill Stein, and so did other people sitting all around the same table. Anyone who speaks for RT was invited. So they, what they had going was investigation on Carter Page, which was fake, but they couldn't get the dossier passed, and investigation going on, counter-investigation on George Papadopoulos, an investigation on Manafort, an investigation on Gates, an investigation on Flynn, and they never told Trump until it became politically uh, blasted that these guys were corrupt. Well, what happened? So Two days later, he fired Flynn. Two days later, he fired Manafort. The second that Carter Page started making pro-Russian speeches... He was kicked out of the campaign, and a personal uh, a, 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 a court document, a personal a PPO was put on him to keep him from coming near the campaign. He was harassing the campaign. He wasn't part of the campaign. He wasn't receiving money from Russia to give to Trump. He never met Trump. Lies. So, Rush, I want to congratulate you. You're almost there. And Betsy would like to see Rush start reading uh, Truth News headlines and uh, catch up with the narrative so that his audience can be even better educated and informed. All right, looking at the next four tweets, what do you see there? Well, uh, you post, you know, the, the nice pictures that were posted along with it and the activities, and it was basically a field day uh, at the White House to promote uh, students and young people getting into sports. And, you know, it's a very good program. You know, the whole White House has a thing, you know, for health, even when we were young, we'd get the little pin if we did the sports and stuff. So, But it's promoting it on all levels, all around, not just schools. And it's basically taking uh, what Michelle Obama did when she tried to get you know people back into sports. What, what I find funny, though, is well, when... You know, Michelle was, uh, when she was playing the role of Michael, she was a football player. Uh, Michael Robinson yeah. looks like a football player. My joke was going to be that when I don't when understand she... why we just can't come out and say we had our first tranny as a... We had a president and a first tranny. I, what is the big deal here? Well, it was said. It was said by Joan Rivers and many others who knew her personally. Nobody hardly knew her better than Joan Rivers. And Joan turned against her. So anyway, but the point is, is that when she was out there, remember when she did this? She was in uh, slacks and a shirt, and she started playing football with all of them, and she just knocked everybody over, and she got so into it that she was mowing children over and running over them, and you looked like well, a, a professional football player. Anyway, I'm just pointing that out, that, that I thought that Ivanka... Uh, looked a little bit nicer. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't out there playing the sports, but they seemed to be enjoying themselves. And I thought it was uh, kind of delightful. This is just another one of these things that he has to do uh, to be, you know, this president with all this social stuff. As you said, how does this man do all of this stuff? And I said, well, and we don't even see a, a, a tenth of what he has to do. Anyway. All right. The Go sports. Okay. Uh, the next thing is Iger. Where is my call of apology? You and ABC have offended millions of people, and they demand a response. How is Brian Ross doing? He tanked the market with an ABC lie, yet no apology. Double standard exclamation point. He wants them to apologize for the fact that 97% of all mainstream media is negative on Trump. And that means they're lies. Not just negative, they literally make up stuff. What name has Trump not been called? What name has a news anchor not called Trump? How come none of them, ABC or anywhere else, had to get fired? 
Because they're paid by the globalist and they don't want Trump. I mean, it's as simple as that. So he's just pointing out that, you know, uh, Brian Ross and all the different fake stories. Remember when they had the list of all the different fake news? Uh, and the list just went on and on and on. The gigantic lies they never retracted. So what is really sad is that Roseanne got fired because she's on multiple drugs. And Ambien makes you do things. She you... didn't get fired because she's on drugs. She got fired because some people felt her tweet was not appropriate. Her ex-husband said that she's on multiple drugs. But that's not the and reason. And that he wouldn't, they had a policy that she was not allowed to have her phone. Because on those drugs, she was doing crazy things. She had her phone. And so he said, look, this could have been stopped if they would have followed through with the standard policy that she can't have a phone and be allowed to send messages out on social media because she's a wild woman. Because when her drugs wear off or when they kick in or when whatever, and then what? Uh, and then the makers of Ambien come out and say, um, what is it? Uh, racism is not a side effect. No, but death is. Uh, not remembering what happened to you for 24 hours is. Look at Look at uh, Tiger Woods. It was Ambien that again and again got him into multiple car wrecks that got him into a state that was literally unrecognizable and ru okay, practically that, ruined his game. But your statement is like when people say guns kill. Guns don't kill. People holding the guns kill. The and when you say that Ambien, when you say Ambien kills, no, it's not the Ambien that kills. It's the, all right, the doctor that prescribes it and to a patient. And the pharmaceutical company that made it. A doctor who prescribes it to a patient, maybe who, who shouldn't be on it, and then Roseanne has a responsibility to use her drugs appropriately, and she has a responsibility as an adult to put her phone away if she can't exercise Twitter control. So, you know, I just want to put the blame where it is, where it belongs. Well, I want to put it back on the doctors and iotrogenic death, the number one cause of death in America's doctor misprescribed drugs, and doctor bad actions that kill people. So what I'm stating is very, very simple. When I saw her, the two times that I watched her show, I think the second or the third one. I could hardly stomach it. It was so bad. She was so doped up yeah. that she couldn't act. Now, anybody who was dealing with her that didn't know that was stupid. And anybody who would give her a phone or let her drive a car, probably, in my opinion, my personal opinion, would be, in fact, uh, not healthy for her, endangering her. So somebody needed to be managing a person on that many drugs, is my point. Uh, and yes, Iger needs to apologize. They never will because they think that they're immune. They think that because Trump is an elected official, they can say whatever they want about him, no matter how racist it is. How many racist names has he been called? Okay, well, we worked ourselves up, up over that one, Debbie, now. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> okay. I, I, I need my drugs now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the corrupt mainstream media is working overtime, not to mention the infiltration of people, spies, informants into my campaign. Surveillance much? What he's saying is much surveillance, of course. Well, I'm going to uh, reverse those words. So much surveillance that he can't point out the other spies because it hasn't come out in the news. He's baiting people to please bring out this more information on Sergey Millian, on Franklin Forar, on Felix Sater, on... Uh, the truth about Carter Page, and the tr we are seeing the truth come out in many, many articles, and it's it's good, but it needs to come out more so that much surveillance, surveillance much, oh yeah, how much surveillance? Everyone was surveilling him, everyone, because of the executive order of Obama allowed everyone 
who could access the NSA with a, with a single sign-on to look into what Trump was doing so that it would look like on his way out, everybody knew, and then they couldn't just blame certain people. That's why he did that. So corrupt mainstream media. Remember, there is a Decency in Broadcasting Act. They have violated it. They need to be closed down. They need to be prosecuted, well, in my hide, opinion. They'll hide behind the NDAA and say, oh, no, 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 it's okay. It's legal to propagandize Americans now. They're, they're turning. We're turning into Britain. We're turning into Britain and no freedom of speech where the mainstream media is not allowed to speak the truth. It is illegal for the mainstream media to speak the truth in Britain, and it is becoming that way in America. So, um, yes, they are working overtime, and they infiltration of people, spies, informants into my campaign. Well, as we've said before, it, you can just now notice he says people, spies, informants, whatever you want to name it, it doesn't matter, folks. You got Republicans saying, well, I don't stand with the president because he said the word spies. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's just stupid. You're going to ignore the crime because you don't like the word. That's stupid. Okay, uh, very good meeting with North Korea, Trump tweets out on May 31st at 8 a.m. Uh, that would be the, with uh, North Koreans coming here and us going there and getting all this started. And basically, you've got the mainstream media saying, oh, they'll never denuclearize. It's impossible. Uh, they just blew it all up. What do you mean they can't denuclearize? They just blew it all up in advance of the meeting. They are denuclearized. What don't people understand about that in the mainstream media or... People writing even in the alternative news. It's over, folks. They're going with the Trump plan. Yeah, trust the plan. He's making it. And he, the only one who knows what it is is him. It's in his head. So he had great meetings with North Korea. Can't guarantee that it'll go forward to peace. But it, he's, start. he's got a carrot out there in front of little Kim that says, hey, you went down and visited South Korea. You, you, you sent your relative down there. You, pretty nice down there, huh? How would you like that up here instead of the oppression and the totalitarianism that China forces on you to be their megaphone to fight against America? So as North, North Korea becomes more free, Britain becomes more enslaved. This is, this is a crazy world we Correct. live in. Okay. Um, the last one for our tweets today, and this was a very exciting one. We'll be giving a full pardon to Dinesh D'Souza today. He was treated very unfairly by our government. And Betsy adds, Hillary Clinton. Oh, yes. They targeted him because he gave, like, I forget, a couple hundred dollars more than, than the limit because he didn't know that in a certain state the limit was, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, well, let's go into that a bit. But he wrote, uh, he produced and directed and put out a wonderful movie smashing the Democrats, pointing out that everything that they use in their virtue signaling and all of the planks of the Democratic Party are lies, fraud, and deception, and a rewriting of history. So he shows you the truth. Anyone who's a Democrat after seeing that movie should see the movie again and this time open their eyes and their ears because once you see the truth, they're going to lock him up. They locked him up for a campaign donation that was a little bit more than it was supposed to be. And we're talking, I can't remember the exact numbers, we're talking you know, some hundreds of dollars. But in Maine, the guy who brought the charge 
the Federal Elections Commission charge against the Democratic National Committee for taking $84 million from the different states and funneling it directly to Hillary Victory Fund. He didn't get any action on that, so he went to Maine, where so much of this money was shuffled to her by uh, people like um, stars, movie stars. What's that guy's name? Anyway, he calls together all these rich people. They write a $40,000 check, and it's they allow this to happen because... Then they say they're going to break that check up and they're going to send it to all 50 states and then those states can give it to the candidates, all the candidates, and it's supposed to go to everybody when you do this collectively and then you're not limited by a small amount. So all these people that were called to all these parties, all those big name parties, wrote $40,000 checks. They went directly to the Hillary Victory Fund. They didn't even go to the states and that's what Donna Brazil said. It was completely rigged, and that's what was on the Democratic National Committee server, and we've been telling you this since day one. That corrupt money is there, and that is illegal, and it's not just 40000 We're talking about the super PACs are doing the same thing, and then they shuffle it around, and in some cases, they didn't even send it to the super PAC. They didn't even send it to the state. They sent it straight to Hillary Victory Fund. Dinesh D'Souza, I loved his films, especially the timing right before the election. I think he did a great job in boosting support for Trump. But I would like to see Dinesh do another... I want to see some videos on senior executive service. And the reason I asked Dinesh if he will do them, because we found his name in the plum books. He is a former SES. I don't know what his status is right now. But it's time. We need to get a full-on press about what senior executive services is, how they run that institute. Um, are they brainwashed to follow the lead of Mueller and team? I mean, there are a lot of questions we want to know. Who are these people? How do they get selected? How are they so seemingly mind control to follow the this anti-American narrative. So Dinesh, if you will do us the favor, even a 30-minute video, we'd love to see you drill down. You know you were on the inside. Because he did a movie bashing the Democrats, but he wasn't working for Republicans at the time when he was SES. He was working for Democrats. So did you get in and you got... You saw the evil of it, and that's why you did this Democrat bashing? We don't understand. Or are you still in and a plant? We really want to know the full story of what you are here. Well, one thing's for sure. The Democrats, well, let's just say, all the movies that were made about Hillary, four or five, six of them, after you see those movies, you can't possibly be a Democrat anymore, and you certainly couldn't support Hillary Clinton. Because if you go out and you say you double-check the facts... You're going to find out that uh, Peter Schweitzer in his book, Clinton Cash, has all that exposed. And that's why he was on the news for the, you know, the last two years trying to wake people up. And only in the last six months or so did people wake up and go, hey, 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 Hillary took money illegally for Uranium One. Hello? Yes. So wake up. Pay attention to these movies. Read these books. Read that book that Trump just recommended. That's from Greg Jarrett. And just, you know, become aware. And so that you can say... Uh, yeah, we heard this on Aim for Truth, but we checked into it and it's true. Or we checked in the information they gave us, which is what we almost always do. We'll give you the information, you check into it, see what you think, and then make sure that you realize that your vote really does count and that we need a landslide victory for the Republicans in this midterm and a landslide victory for the re-election of Donald Trump in 2020.